Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart. for Stephen Curry. White the screen, White the three. Rebound Tatum. Kaminga comes up on him. Shot clock at seven. Triple. No. Rebound inside. Picked up by Holiday. White for the lead. No on the three. Rebound Boston. One minute to go. In the corner, Brown drives and can't get it. Horford tipping, no, loose inside. Picked up by Jackson Davis. That was a flurry of missed shots in the final minutes of regulation for the Celtics in California against the Golden State Warriors. As the Celtics fall, let me get the final ugly score, a game they led by as many as 17 points. Steph Curry and company come back for the 132-126 win in overtime. Celtics, as we've learned over the years, struggle to close basketball games. As we've learned this year, struggle to win games on the road, a 500 team away from TD Garden. And this is Breaking Boston on Wednesday, December 20th. We probably should praise the Celtics for being in a giving mood this holiday season because they gave that game away. They had every opportunity to get what, quite honestly, isn't even a great win at this point in this uh, NBA season. The Golden State Warriors are a 13-14 and basketball team. Yes, a sub-500 basketball team that Joe Mazzulla and company, Jason Tatum and company, Jalen Brown and company could not close out on the road in the Bay Area. And this game is... One for the Celtics haters to kind of put in their back pocket and hold on to and say, same old Celtics, because, you know, the famous Wall Street phrase, ABC always be closing, doesn't hold true for your Boston Celtics, doesn't hold true for Jason Tatum. Ooh, that's a lot of green on the win probability side of the equation for Boston at a 17 point lead, as I said. But in the end, Steph Curry made the threes he need to. And the Celtics did not. I believe the number I saw from old pal Justin Turpin, producer of the Six Rings podcast and our WEEI.com Celtics beat reporter, was 41 missed three-pointers. And as we know, you look in the uh, box score in an NBA game and three-point shooting often tells the tale. Celtics shot 17 of 58. Yes, 58, north of 53s. Some overtime in there, but certainly plenty of misses in there, they shot 29%. Meanwhile, you go to the other side of the equation where the Splash Brothers, suddenly Clay Thompson, uh, not left for dead in terms of his three point shooting and fading skills. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and company shot 20 of 50 from three point land 40%. 40% beats 29% most times in the NBA, even though the Warriors actually turn the ball over more often than the Boston Celtics. But You know, another game where Jason Tatum uh, didn't measure up necessarily. If you're looking at superstars, he was a minus nine on the night, scored just 15 points, got 30 points from Derek White, 28 from Jalen Brown, uh, but it was not enough on a night where Kristaps Porzingis was 
not available as he continues to deal with that calf injury. And then you you see Steph Curry's numbers, fourth quarter and overtime, 20 points, five assists, seven of 11 field goals, four of five three-pointers, two of two from the free throw line, plus 17 in fourth quarter and overtime. Jeez, how does a team come back from a 17-point deficit? Oh, I have an idea. Maybe their best player, one of the greatest players we've ever seen, is 17 points in the positive to come back and close that gap, hit a big three-pointer with the game on the line. Steph Curry is still him, he, him, whatever the hell you want to call it. Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics continue to look for a him with the game on the line, especially on the road. I know there had been a lot of goodwill of late for my guy, Jalen Brown, closed out a big win in Boston the other night, has been playing what um, some believe is the best all-around basketball of his career, altering his game a little bit to fit with the new mix of talent on this year's team to try to prove his worth in terms of the largest contract in NBA basketball history. Uh, But he wasn't able to do it. Missed a layup there in that flurry of misses that we just showed to you at the end of regulation game tied at uh, 121 points apiece. And he wasn't able to pick up the slack for Jason Tatum, who missed some time with an ankle injury in the first quarter, but did finish the game. Obviously, was back out there to not miss time, but miss threes with the game on the line. Joe Mazzulla's team, they're still searching, I think, for a true uh, championship identity. You know, that is obviously the goal this season. You know, you don't go out and get Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis to win a bunch of regular season basketball games at home at the Garden to get uh, beaten in the in-season tournament if you care about such things. No, this year is all about banner number 18, which has been the slogan, and I'm sure they'll have T-shirts of some sort in the spring to uh, market that pursuit. But this is all about becoming a championship-caliber basketball team, and last we saw them in the finals, well, they didn't measure up to Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Last we saw them take the court last night, they still don't measure up to Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, who, as I said, are not a great basketball team. Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. Chris Paul coming off the bench, figuring out who he is. There's been questions, as I mentioned, about the legs and the uh, longevity of Klay Thompson, if he's not quite the guy he was. And all of those are fair questions in Golden State. But one thing that is not questionable still is the guy by the name of Steph Curry, one of the handful of greatest basketball players we've ever seen, certainly one of the handful of greatest basketball players we've seen in recent years. And when he needs to carry his team, he carries his team. And the questions that face Jason Tatum as the face of the franchise in Boston will continue with games like this on the road, blowing a 17-point lead, missing all those shots, taking a uh, step-back kind of uh, hand-in-your-face three with the game tied at 21 and and minutes running down in regulation, a bad shot with still seven seconds left on the shot clock. Um, You know, I know Jason Tatum can make that shot. I know he has made that shot, but he's going to make that shot in a big game. And as I said, this is a uh, a big game in terms of the evolution and development of Joe Mazzulla's Boston Celtics in the 2023-2024 season. This is a team that still faces a lot of questions in its championship character. You add Drew Holiday, you add not on this night, but you add in general Kristaps Porzingis, and you are a different basketball team, but the results continue to be the same. This is, to some degree, a front-running Celtics basketball team, uh, a home-cooking Celtics basketball team. 
Right now, the Celtics, I believe the numbers are 14 and 0 in Boston and six and six on the road. A mediocre 500 basketball team away from TD Garden, and you know you're always going to have a home court advantage. You're always going to be a better, or more often than not, be a better team in any sport at home. There's a reason they call it that, and there's been all these studies about officiating and energy and fan bases. But to go from an undefeated basketball team in Boston to a 500 team that blows big leads on the road is not the kind of makeup you want to have, especially as you delve into the postseason, because yes, the Celtics are going to be one of the top teams. They're going to be there at the end. Um, as as you get into those big series, if you're on the road, big games on the road, you're going to have to prove that you can win big games on the road. You're going to have to prove that Jason Tatum can step up and be the guy to close out a basketball game. Or maybe it's Jalen Brown. Maybe it's my guy that needs to take on a bigger role uh, in those situations. I know you know, when there was talk about Dame Lillard coming to Boston, one of the real reasons that a lot of people liked the idea of that move was to take over in Dame time with the game on the line in crunch time. And that is a a, a hole on this roster still is. And it, it sounds weird because you have Jason Tatum, who's been anointed, anointed a Hall of Famer, anointed one of the greatest of all time, anointed this, anointed that. He needs to be anointed a guy that can finish basketball games, close out basketball games, that has ice in his veins, that can do the types of things that Dame Lillard or Steph Curry or Ja Morant does fresh off a suspension in Memphis, that he can close out games with regularity when his team needs him. And you see some of the numbers there. Yeah, the Celtics are a really, really good basketball team. Jason Tatum is their leader in points and in rebounds, and he's their leader in terms of the face of the franchise. But what he hasn't been able to do consistently enough in his career in the postseason or in big games like this is lead his team to victory in the face of a significant challenge. And this is another game where just the consistent scoring isn't there, where you lean on Derek White to put up 30 and Jalen Brown to be in the high 20s when Jason Tatum isn't going to have one of his nights. And quite honestly, Steph Curry wasn't having one of his nights until he had one of his nights. Steph Curry was coming off the first game in 200 and some odd games in which he didn't have a three-pointer and facing questions about his team, his game, his longevity. And what did he do? He stepped up with the game on the line. But I don't want to overreact because you look at the Eastern Conference standings and who's atop the standings. Yes, your Boston Celtics, even despite this loss, 20 wins, six losses, half game up on the Bucks, So you don't have a lot of room to play with there. And you look at various um, numbers, point differential, you're a plus 8.6, which is not as good as Philly, but among the best in the Eastern Conference, among the best in the NBA. And and yes, the Celtics are among the best teams in the NBA. And quite honestly, the Golden State Warriors are not right now, but they have one of the great closers and they closed you out. Steph Curry got the job done. Steve Kerr's team got the job done. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Joe Mazzulla's team did not get the job done. Celtics with a frustrating loss, another blow a lead, can't close. Who's the alpha in this roster in this dressing room kind of loss for the Celtics. And we'll go back to the final score there just so I get it right. Uh, da, 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 scores. Let's go. Celtics lose 132 to 126 in overtime. Miss 41 three-pointers, a game where nearly 110 three-pointers were taken. And at a 40% clip, the Golden State Warriors made more of those. So 
Celtics fans, no need to jump off anything, whether it be a bridge or a ship or anything. Celtics lose 132 to 126. But yes, there are big wins in there. Well, big-ish when you beat the Orlando Magic, who's been a thorn in the Celtics side in recent years. But we're going to continue this storyline over the course of the coming weeks and months as the Celtics continue to pursue a championship and continue to pursue the idea that they are a championship-caliber basketball team. They failed in that comparison once again against the Golden State Warriors, and they have some questions to answer, whether it's their head coach or their superstar players. They need to show that they can measure up in clutch situations because they did not on Tuesday night in the Bay Area. This has been Breaking Boston for Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. Christmas right around the corner, and as I said, the Celtics were in a giving mood. They gave a nice gift to Steph Curry and company in the form of a victory that that team needed, and the Celtics need to regroup and figure out who going to close out games for them because that is a an ongoing problem that they need to solve if they're going to get to where they want to get to. And we will all get to you on Thursday for another edition of Breaking Boston where we will talk about the latest and greatest in Boston sports. Whatever is on your mind this holiday season, we will be here each and every weekday morning to kick off your sports talk day in the uh, jolliest of fashion this time of year, even when the Celtics lose. <laughs>